Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Do this together. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. everybody welcome back to the charger chat i'm your co-host bulldogs and with my buddies kev hug and duggan hey guys <laughs> Catholic coach duggan shoot him <laughs> shoot him again sitting in for kyle all right <laughs> silent <laughs> silent um right, you gotta watch out only. for the silent ones that's for sure yeah. um all right Deadly. gang it is the friday episode and we've got a little bit to talk about. Uh, there's a few things here and there that we will touch on for this episode, uh, but we need to start this off. I uh, didn't ask this particular. You blew question. it. I blew it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this question kind of came in last second, and I, 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 I go by the script, folks. If it's not in the script, I don't pay attention to it. I only I read the prompter. I am okay. Ron Burgundy. I am Ron yeah, you, Burgundy. Okay? I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. So, uh, this person is one that I have to ask their question because it's Deb. Deb. Gang. Sweet Deb. Wait, Number what one, is this? Charger is this fan, a Deb. special, special, special edition? Bow, bow, bow. Bam. All right. Here's Deb's question. It goes something like this. Do you think Staley will impact Tom T's draft and free agency decisions more this year than last year? 
Good question, Deb. It's a great question, Deb. Uh, I think so. I do. I think you can clearly point to what happened last year and be like, look, you see this? You see what I didn't have? See what I need? <laughs> you didn't last year. This year, I'm going to give you a, give you a piece of paper. I'm going to give you some names. Right. You go through these names. You write them checks. You hand them over to me. That's what I'm looking for. Okay? It's a dramatic reenactment. Are you looking at I me? Like are, you, are you understanding yeah. what I'm telling you? Uh-huh. Why are you being so mean to Deb? <laughs> no, this is on behalf of Deb. I'm helping Deb. Oh, to who? I am Deb in this scenario. Who are you talking to? <laughs> I think you're Write Staley. the checks. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Your write mouth's writing checks. checks and your body's not cashing them. <laughs> write the checks. And cash them. And cash yeah. them. Yes. Got it. Yeah, I think given not just the response from the players, but from the fans that have resonated with Brandon Staley and what it is that he's said, I think it would behoove uh, the Chargers organization to give the man what he wants. Um, And whatever player that ends up being, I mean, obviously you've got a budget to uphold and, you know, crunch the numbers the way you got to do it, but give, give the coach what he wants, man. Why wouldn't you do that? I think there's something to be said for the scattershot kind of look at, at Tommy T's drafts. They're kind of different coaching mindsets to different of those drafts. Sure. Yeah. Like there's different, these different players would never have a coach long enough to really align a philosophy and keep these guys in plan. That's like, all right, let's start over. Okay, cool. We got some of these guys. Let's add some more. Right, let's start over. That's, that's the way we've been. So mm-hmm. hopefully they can get off to a better start. So they don't have to start over from Brandon Staley. Agreed. After four years. Agreed. Yeah, I think, I think last year, right, the biggest weakness was offensive line, and that got overhauled drastically. Immediately. Right, yeah. Right right away. And most of it was in free agency. You went out and you right. picked up Corey Lindsley, Matt Ode. Filer, Odeabushi. You end up having Rashawn Slater fall to you at the pick that he did. Not like We didn't know. Kevin was obviously diehard in love with somebody else, the oh, other the other I woman. Oh, we're And Rashawn falls <laughs> to us, and our whole offensive line is completely overhauled, whereas... Right. Now we know that that's now shifted to the defensive side of the ball. And what is our, our head coach? He's defensive-minded, defensive-focused guru. We'll still allow him the tag of guru for now. Mm-hmm. Defensive guru. So, yeah, I think, I think this draft, you're going to see that. But what we've always seen is Tommy T is always draft best available. No matter what, no matter what our needs are in the draft, he, especially in the first round, he's going to take best available no matter what. I don't. I don't think that's always the case in the later rounds. Clearly, about, with Trey Pipkins in the third. Nah, thank you. That's but what I was looking for. In the first round, it's always a take the best available, no matter what. Um, so I think that the defensive line is going to be more, or the defense is going to be addressed more in free agency, instead of hoping that somebody falls to us um, in the draft. Now, if they fall, he'll still take them. But I think he's going to go out and address most of it, the issues, the glaring issues right away in free agency before we even get to the draft. All right. Well, there you go, Deb. I'm sorry special it took till edition. Friday to answer your question, but we didn't want to forget you. So. You're just so special. We gave you your own just episode. So damn special. I, I love, love it. Deb. All love right. Deb. Well, uh, some news regarding the combine bubble restrictions uh, came out. Uh, NFL scouting combine amends protocols will allow draft prospects to leave restricted areas and will allow support teams to also attend. So those yeah. of you that don't know, they were initially saying, uh, hey, just basically like the player and that's it. Like you, you get, you know, you <laughs> we pack a lunch because you're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there was some threats, I guess, basically coming from the agencies that were basically saying like, Hey, if you're not going to let our players bring the, no, they're not gonna the support staff, they're not going to go. 
And, you know, why would we? We'll just wait till pro day and, and we'll do it on our own terms. Yeah. And, uh, and they're like, okay, fine. You guys can bring your players. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay. So, uh, my bubble. Yeah. Bubble's been popped. Protocol's lifted. And the combine, uh, if you missed yesterday's start to the coverage, we will cover everything next week. Uh, yesterday was the tight end quarterback and wide receiver group. And starting today, Friday, uh, we have the offensive line and running back groups. Uh, running starts at 4 p.m. and last player off the field around 11 p.m. Uh, Saturday, uh, March 5th, we've got the defensive linemen and linebackers. Uh, again, running starts at 4 p.m. and last player off the field around 11 p.m. And then Sunday, uh, punt kicker, PK? Yep. Punt, yeah. And defensive punters, backs. Kickers and DBs. Oh, punters slash kickers. Okay. Uh, work it's out our boy, ten. our SDSU guy. Sunday. Here, Here we go. go. Sunday. Let's go. Sunday. 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 Don't do uh, too how, good. Wait, I don't want to draft early, you in the third round. Yeah. How early do you draft a punter though? Seriously. Fifth round. How bad do you need one? That's, 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 <laughs> that's early. That fifth round is where I would say that's like, Ooh, the Raiders are going to take him in the first. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. They're 100% going to take him in the first. They're going to go Jankowski on a punter. Uh, generational time. And I pray it happens. Please do it. Uh, we'll see. So, yeah. So, the combine is happening, folks. Uh, check it out. And, again, we'll we'll talk about it uh, on next week's episode. And we'll kind of just give our own opinions and takeaways. Not that we have great ones, but we'll give them to you anyways because that's why you listen to us, right? This is true. Nothing good comes from this podcast. <laughs> um, let's see. The Except other Kyle. <laughs> the other thing that came out that I thought was kind of interesting um, was they announced the teams that are going to be playing in foreign markets this year. We've got uh, the Cardinals playing in Mexico. Uh, Green Bay and New Orleans are going to be playing in London. And I believe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be playing in Germany. Dude, I want to go to Germany so bad. You remember that story that... Um, we heard from the fan that went to the Mexico City game and they had the giant like oh, yes. beer things. Imagine <laughs> the beer steins. Imagine the beer <laughs> at the Munich game. And we it's need to, in, the game's in October. Oh. <laughs> October. What if they line up Oktoberfest with the game in Munich? <laughs> That's my bucket list. That's on my bucket list is being go to Oktoberfest. Uh, so. um, well, hey, maybe it'll be the Chiefs will play them. And you Randy can go and root against and all them? of us can go. Oh, <laughs> best option because right. we don't play the Buccaneers, but we yeah. could play the we Cardinals play. in Mexico, um, Mexico City. Yeah, so I think honestly, like Marcelo, that's our boy. Sorry, Marcelo from Mexico City. Yeah, that's the name I was looking for. My man, Marcelo. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that seems right, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, I mean, the Chargers <laughs> have you know players or fans in in Mexico, and I think. Uh, you, what were we saying, Kyle? That they were both, you know, West Coast teams. That they don't. Yeah, it just make that's the only opponent that we have that is. So all the teams that were announced, I believe, were the hosting teams. They have not. They have Correct. not announced them who they're playing. Right. So we play the Cardinals away this year. So that's the only opportunity that we have for an international game. I just think it. I think it makes a lot of sense. Like you want, you're going to want Herbert in as many primetime games as possible. You're, right. Yeah. The the Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert primetime in Mexico. I don't think I, I just to me, it's kind of a no brainer. It, it makes a lot of sense to send both those teams down there. Mm -hmm. And we don't lose a home game. So just being a away team in Mexico City, 
Yeah. The one thing that was crazy was that elevation. Remember that being a problem for the players. That's for sure. The only but downside of Arizona, that. Arizona's not like extremely like if you play the Broncos down there, yeah, it's a disadvantage because they're used to the elevation. Mm. But I think if you play another team that's not used to playing in the mountains, it, both teams kind of suck it up and play through it. Right. And who knows? Maybe Marcelo will lead the charge and take overwhelm it with Charger fans at a and can you imagine? Game. Can you imagine a Matt Areza punt in Mexico City at mile high? It's just going to go just kick just, it to the end zone. Just gonna go right the They're going to lose balls. We won't have enough balls to play. <laughs> yeah. um, so it hasn't been announced that the Chargers are going to play the Cardinals, but it just seems to make the most sense that the Chargers will play the Cardinals in Mexico City. Time will tell uh, oh, if, uh, if that indeed happens. But uh, in the meantime, you should go on over to chargerchat.com. Check out some of the sweet stuff that we've got over there. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, and a members-only section where you can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers and ask questions for Ask Bold Fam. So go check it out, chargerchat.com. All right, gang. Well, now it's time to go on to the next segment. It is the one you love. He's way cooler than all three of us combined. It's the Craig Experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. Oh, great. Hello there. Make yourself at home. Got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. That's right, I'm geeked. Because it's combine week. And um I'm a draft nerd. But you guys knew that about me already, right? Hmm. What's going on, people? CC gang. Big ol' salute to the rest of the boat fam. What is goody? You got Craig in Texas. Welcome to another edition of the Craig Experience. Okay, so in the spirit of the week, kind of wanted to come to you guys about the do's and don'ts. Let's call it combine etiquette, if you will. How to enjoy the experience without letting it get too crazy for you. You want to put everything in context because that's what matters. You want these drills to make sense for the specific type of players that you're looking for and positions you're looking for them to play at. So being a former wide receiver, running back, safety guy, former track guy as well, the events I love, of course, are going to be the 40, duh, it's kind of like the main event, broad jump, the vertical, three cone and bench. So, I mean, yeah, no, Craig is pretty much all of them for the most part. But here's why it's important for the positions of need for the charges. So let's start on the defensive line. Well, we can kind of marry these two together. D-line and edge. Is a 40 that important for a 300-pound dude or a dude that's 260-plus? Well, yes and no. The full 40, probably not that big of a deal for a defensive lineman or really an edge. But here's the breakdown for that. Uh, really what you want to gauge and guys the bigger dudes who are looking to get after the quarterback are going to be those 10 to 20 yard splits because it'll tell you a lot about how fast they can get to their top speed not a bunch of times they're going to be running 40 yards unless they're running dudes down from behind you don't really want to ever see that but those 10 to 20 yard splits will tell you a ton because it'll show you how fast or how quickly they can reach top speed and acceleration so very important um we know why that's important for dudes like cornerbacks and safeties you know, different story now as far as like the broad jump um and your vertical jumps those are going to measure your explosion also very important 
for guys on the edge and skill guys. Defensive linemen, eh, if they can jump 30 plus inches over 300 pounds, that's freaking amazing. Let's start there. But really, uh, that'll tell you a whole lot about your skill guys and some of you guys on the edge. Because um, if you're talking about edge dudes in particular, again, it'll tell you a bunch about their get off. And if they're not able to get to the quarterback, what type of explosiveness do they possess to maybe get their bodies into the air to maybe deflect the pass or something like that different ways you can gauge that um when we're talking like three cone that is an agility exercise which uh also changed the direction as well which is going to be very important for skill guys like wide receivers corners safeties uh, running backs also but it just kind of depends on the type of running back you're scouting what you're looking for to fit your team uh, change of direction is a huge thing when you're talking about wide receivers that the Chargers need to be paying attention to because they need more quick twitch dudes, guys who can maneuver and create in short areas. And I mean, if they have long speed on top of that, icing on the cake. So you want to try to find where I think they should be looking for dudes who pretty much check all those boxes uh, as like a wide receiver three, potentially a wide receiver two, depending on what happens uh, with Mike Williams. And uh, then there's just like the bench. Just because I'm a gym rat and I just like to see how many times Duke can um, throw up 225 pounds. Uh, does it tell you a whole lot about functional strength on the football field? Not really, but I just want to see what kind of brute you are. If you can move around weight 30 plus times, well, depending on how much you weigh, because it could be very, very discouraging if they weigh a lot and they can barely make it over 20. But then sometimes if you're talking about dudes with extremely long arms, it's difficult to bench and here i go into my gym jargon we're not going to go into that let's cut it off here so really those are the kind of things that you should be looking for and again do not get so caught up in what you see that it makes you forget what you knew going into it if a dude looked phenomenal on tape before the combine he's probably just not a good tester he could just be like coach staley calls him football playing jesse's um if they go to the combine and blow it up and it's the first time you've ever heard that person's name don't just brush it off to the side go back and do your homework on them if you look at tape and they stunk then the fact they can run really fast and jump really high probably won't change very much about that so yeah that's all i got for you this week fellas tell me what your favorite combine event is uh if there's more than one feel free to chime in on that as well till the next time folks y'all already know the game and it is Mr. T-O-P-F-L-Y-T-3 over on Twitter. And uh, come check me out on YouTube over at the Flight Deck. Charge it to the game. Catch y'all on the next one. Okay, love you, bye. <sighs> Thank you, Craig, for Thanks, actually Craig. going through and breaking it down. I've always just kind of taken it at face value from Kyle calling on the Underwear Olympics. And it's just like, all right, it's the Underwear Olympics. And that's... All it will ever mean to me. But apparently there's something to be taken away from some of these events and caveats with uh, different players and skills and abilities and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I love it. Thank you, Craig, for breaking it down. Did it change your opinion, Kyle, in any way, shape or form? Um, no, I think that <laughs> I, I think that I think that Craig did bring good insight to it, though, because it's like. Yeah. I hate the idea that there's like somebody that's not even close to your radar. And then all of a sudden he has a good pro day and it's like, we got to draft him first overall. Right. It's like, that's ridiculous. Come yeah. on.
just because he can do these drills doesn't mean he's automatically a good football player. Right. But on the flip side, like what Craig said, if he is on your radar and you saw him perform in the senior bowl, he played in a great conference. You can see what he did against similar competition. And he then killed it in, in his, in, in the combine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Move him up your board. That makes sense. It's, it's, it's kind of like the Justin Herbert effect, right? Justin had, did not have a great senior year at Oregon. He had a great Rose bowl. He had a really good senior bowl and he killed it in the combine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, so he's crept up boards that, that I'm totally okay with that. It's when the random guys out of nowhere that have a run an insane 40 or jump really high. I'm like, I, I just don't really care. I don't think it's that the means you're going to be a great, yeah. I don't, Raiders I don't, are going to pick that guy. <laughs> that doesn't mean you're going to be a great, a great football player. So mm-hmm. I just think the combine's fine. And I think more than anything, it's the interviews and talking to players that gets that that takes the most weight in the combine, which we don't ever get to see. Right. Um, but I my favorite thing to watch is just when they do the the like um on field drills when wide receivers are quarterbacks throwing to wide receivers and running backs are taking handoffs and making cuts. And that's the stuff that I would prefer to watch. The 40s fun just because it's it's fun. It looks like the Olympics. They're just mm-hmm. sprinting, especially when you get those big guys tucked into those suction tight shirts and shorts. And <laughs> Underwear just, Olympics. <laughs> yeah, they're just rolling down the field on that 40. It's fun to watch. And, sure. and they always they put it next to one of the sports analysts that does it every year. I forgot who it is, but he goes and runs the 40 and he always like hurts his hurts himself every year. <laughs> I think it would be funny to do a charger chat. Uh, combine 40 oh all of it all 40 of it. broad jump high jump bench let's go it sounds like something <laughs> kyle is setting himself up kyle to win most of the events down. we're 37 craig, and 38 respectively kyle i know craig's watching the bench press like oh, i'm stronger than that guy oh I hell yeah more than him. <laughs> yeah it's funny when him. you see those offensive line there's a few every once in a while you get an offensive lineman or something that puts up like 15 reps 10 reps 12 no no, no, no. The the on the bench press, there's offensive linemen that put up like 40. No, no, I'm talking about the ones that could barely put anything up. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's like, the funny oh, ones. These God. big dudes just sit down and just like yeah. and then the ones where they, they go and they don't go down far enough and they lose one. I know those guys are like, oh son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Cost me 50 grand. Oh, son of a bitch. So yeah, yeah, the one that's always really funny to me is the one where the wide receivers run down, like say the fifty yard line, and they catch a ball here, but they don't fully catch the ball. It just hits their hands and they drop it. Yeah, hits the their hands machine they drop here, it. here, I'm here. Like, yeah. All right. Well, that's a f-ing weird thing. Um, right. How does that transfer to? <laughs> yeah, playing football. You're gonna catch so five balls thing. in one play. I'm impressed. You know um, what I want to see too in the combine? I want to see like a celebration. Um, event. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I can, let's see, like, what are you about? Like, are you, like, what do you do? Like, I feel like you know a lot, you know a lot about a person based on their touchdown celebration. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Like the Gronk spike fits Gronkowski perfectly. You know, the guy likes to party. You know that Mm -hmm. right away. You know, you know Papunu with the air guitar. You know like, Papunu you know with the pineapple lid, the drink, the pineapple. You know he would have gone and shot up the boards for sure. Oh yeah, I think and if they had seen we still that haven't seen Braden Fajoko's sack dance. We would have been able God, to see I, that. I, I want to see that. I can't wait <laughs> next year. Yeah, Roundtree probably would have shot up boards too. Seeing his <laughs> celebration yeah. dance in the end zone, yeah. I just think that would be a that would be a good drill, a side drill. I like the, it. Maybe they do it in the interviews. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You listen in NFL? 
Um, <laughs> Televise the interviews, please. I, I think for me, my my favorite events, I like the 40, like like Kyle said, when it's a big guy yeah. and then he like kind of fumbles over to himself and he like falls down. And he's like, oh shit. <laughs> pants fall down time. and he's got yeah, a good one thing dude that, like, tries. <laughs> fully pants himself on like live that, TV. That cracks me up. Um, Pun intended. <laughs> uh I, but I think legitimately, I think my favorite is the uh, the leap, the the guys that try to get the high jump. I think that is so impressive to me. Like that is crazy how high some of these guys can get, and I think it at least translates well, especially for like the wide receivers that can like yeah. go it's up explos- for those balls. It's explosiveness is what that does. You know right. what I mean? And how you're not dunking a basketball. It's how, how no how you can get up there. How high you can get up there, and how op- how head and shoulders you can get above a defensive player, like. Yeah, I to me that at least translate and translates in that regard, and I can see you know based on Craig's es- explanation on how the other events can translate as well. But yeah, yeah, I, th- I think it's just crazy to me how how high some of these guys can jump. I think it's really impressive. So, um, all right, well, Craig, thank you for breaking down, yeah, thanks, dude, the combine and uh, what to look for. It'll definitely give us a more insight on what to what to peep out when it happens. Uh, over the weekend. So be sure to tune in and check it out. Uh, But it's now time for the next segment, which is Bolt Insight. Let's see who we got. As soon as that clock starts, your ass mine. When I met Justin Herbert, man, that dude is big as hell. The goal is to just keep it rolling. Come in hype because we have a lot of things to be excited about. All right, guys, we are back with another Bolt Insight, and we are super pumped to have Andrew Sawyer from the Bolt Bros podcast. What's going on, Andrew? How you doing, man? Good to be here. Excited to chat with you more about the Chargers and uh, our upcoming season. No, I love it, dude. And I, and I love the the amount of podcasts the the fans are getting. There's so many things to listen to, and you guys are a newer one, and I wanted to highlight you guys because I love the dynamic you have because you're the Bolt Bros podcast, but you're all brothers. Yeah, exactly. We we are actual brothers, right? A lot of people ask us that question. That's probably the first question anybody even asks us is like, are you guys actual brothers? Uh, yeah, we're actual brothers. Yeah. Uh, we grew up in San Diego and uh, my grandpa took me to a game when I was 14, Chargers Seahawks, 50 yard line. My dad, my grandpa was a huge booster. We came back and won. I was hooked ever since. And so uh, me and my brothers, we talk about the Chargers literally 24 seven. We have a chat thread. I even send you a couple pictures. Yeah. And um we talk about it all the time. We're like, hey, why don't we just make a podcast? Let's just let's just have it happen. I love it. That's that's how it's supposed to be. And that's the thing, like, especially with brothers, like, and I you, you gotta tell it's too it's too crazy the coincidence. What's your brother's <laughs> name? The main one that I reached out to? Kyle. That is crazy because we have Kyle, the coach, Doug, and so we have Kyle's. Next question, very important one. Are you the oldest? I am the oldest and the best. Me too. One. Me too. <laughs> let's go. I love this shit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this is this is how we should have started it. The two older brothers really telling you how it is. That's exactly right. That's right. Yeah. I'm the elder statesman. So you know anything that they want to talk about, look, I got I got to approve it first, and <laughs> yes. then we can proceed forward. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So yeah. So tell us a little bit more about how you guys became fans, because you know when you have a family that's all fans, like we talk to yeah. a lot of people. They're they're fraction. There's a cowboy fan, a Seahawk. They're all over the place. But when you got three brothers that are Charger fans, I feel like that comes from a, a stronger place. Maybe a previous family member that really yeah. got you guys and was like a catalyst to get you going. Because that's what it was for us. Yeah, well, for me, like I said, it was my grandpa. He took me to a game when I was younger. And uh, we grew up in San Diego. We lived in Santee. And, um, you know, my, my grandpa, actually right down the road from Tony Gwynn, 
literally. Um, and so, um, yeah, again, I'm a Padre Charger fan, and and we went to games all the time. And it's just, I'm a loyal guy, right? That's my team. I don't change. And uh, and that's kind of how it got to to be, you know, such a part of my blood and and us as brothers and the way we communicate towards each other. It's, it's big, big. That's that's awesome. And well, tell us a little bit more about your podcast. I want to little know a little bit more about like what your uh, the dynamic. Like, how do you, how do you guys all work, and how do you uh, how do you cover how do you cover the Chargers? Yeah. So so what we're doing right now, obviously, is we're talking quite a bit about uh, the Chargers offseason moves. Obviously, we're kind of going to set the format, and then really going into the season, we're probably going to do a midweek podcast where we're going to talk about who we're competing against for that week. Maybe bring on a YouTuber from the competing team that we're going to be playing against and then have a wrap up after the game. Um, but right now we're going to double talk about the draft. We're going to talk about what we're doing off season, free agency moves, um, and really talk about what we think is relevant, right? Um, you know, my brother uh, is really big into these whole like uh, reels and, and TikTok little short videos and vignettes. And so he likes to cut up and edit different things. And I, I told you Kyle works in the industry yeah. in movies. So he really enjoys that aspect of it. Really, James and myself are the ones coming up with most of the content. And then we uh, have my brother chop it up. So Got it. that's awesome. That's so weird. That's that's another weird coincidence. I'm also in the industry. I work. I'm a director of photography. So what are you really? Dude, I can't even tell you how the, the, the it's just nuts. This is we got to go to a game together, man. Let's, I mean, let's I'm do it. So let's my brother Kyle actually has season tickets. I went. I would. By the way, I was at the Chargers Steelers game. Nice uh, with my brother. I literally we were having heart attacks after heart attacks. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, well, we let's go let's great. do it. It's funny. I I have shared season tickets with my brother Kyle. So we <laughs> I fly out and we do the whole thing. So we'll definitely set this up. We got to get all the all five <laughs> brothers together. That'd be that'd be awesome. Um, I like it. So yeah, so you know, what do you, you know, obviously the catalyst for like where we're going and there's a clear, you know, direction with Justin Herbert. Like we have Justin yeah. Herbert, you need to build yeah. around him, you need to get him what he, what he needs and you also need to have a defense that can keep him on the field. So yeah. what do you see as like one of the biggest things moving into, you know, this free agency and all this all all the stuff we have coming up? Man, it's so easy for me. Uh, we, we need a defense, right? I mean, I was looking at the statistics that we, we, a couple of our videos we've had pre- previous is, you know, I think we scored 29 points a game on average, but we gave up 27. Why are we in so many close games? It's super simple to, to figure out. It's our defense did not stop anybody. In fact, I saw a YouTube video today about Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. And ultimately the, 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 the thesis of the video was that Justin Herbert's a better quarterback than Joe Burrow, but Joe Burrow has a better overall team around him. So I think they scored 23 or 25 points a game and gave up 17. Well, there you go. You're going to win if you score more points, right? And sure. so going into free agency this year, we've got to get a defensive line. We need some We need some big dudes, some big nasty Aaron Donald types on that line that can stop the run because we were horrible at that last year. You know, yeah. if we could do that, it would be a different team. Yeah, for sure. It's there's just so many different ways you can go. There's so many pending free agents that like, are we going to resign them? Are we bring yep. Linval back? Do we start over fresh? Yep. Like, there's just so many different options, and you kind of have to wait for the draft before you can yep. really kind of see how it's all going to kind of unfold. Yep. Free agency gets rolling, but you don't know how it's it's going to kind of change the dynamic of the teams. We have 11 picks. We got a lot of capital on the draft. It's crazy. So yep. you know what what do you want to see? Like you know the big thing that you know is coming up is the, the combine. So what, what are you kind of looking at in terms of some of those studs that we want to, we want to look at in the draft um, and kind of have enough time to bring them up as opposed to needing like impact starters right now. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm in the NFL is an interesting situation, right? Well, let me first say this 
Telesco is a genius at picking good value deep into the draft. I mean, think about who he's gotten. He's gotten Eckler. He's gotten Mike Davis. He's got some some fantastic undrafted you know rookies. Uh, I would say this. Um, you know, like I said, first and foremost, defensive line. We need to stop the run, or at least make it respectable. Be middle of the pack. Um, but secondarily, really making sure we bring in some some nice veterans that can actually start, you know, coaching up some of our younger talent. I actually like the the process of having a veteran and then a rookie underneath. You bring them in maybe for third down or second down or, or some specific packages and getting their feet wet and uh, and really sort of building across the board that way, right? Um, but with eleven draft picks and Telesco and Brandon Staley, I mean, the sky's the limit. A lot of people keep talking about us trading up and trading out of picks and such. I don't see that. I kind of see Telesco just going with all 11 picks and, and, and using his big brain and getting the right people in, in for the system that we need to stop the run. Yeah, well, and it's, it's interesting with like just kind of he's gone through, you know, Telesco, a lot of people are hating on him, but like he, he's had a lot of weird, coaches. Right? Yeah. He's had a lot yeah. of coaches and he's had a lot. I'm, he doesn't seem like the guy that's just going to go and do whatever he wants without the coach's um, input. Yeah. That's more of an A.J. Smith move. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's not an yeah, A.J. Yeah, Smith. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know we're I mean? old enough to remember those days too, Exactly, right? yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I think it's more of like, I, we finally have a a coach that can kind of evaluate, not only coach, but can evaluate. You know, he was in the college ranks not too long ago. He kind of, yeah. he is a great teacher. So yeah. I'm kind of hoping in a lot, so far, last draft was a very good one for him. Yes, like we kind of hit yes, across the board. So hopefully we have another good one coming up and that could be a pretty bolster this, uh, this death chart. You, you bring up a great point, right? And uh, we actually talked about this on one of our podcasts. Um, I, I think we released last week. And Telesco's fantastic in the draft. But Brandon Staley will be fantastic in free agency. Because I think he understands players in the league. And he also understands what he needs to be successful in his defense, right? And I think a lot of people thought, oh, hey, Brandon Staley's going to show up and just give us a top-ranked defense. Well, it was clear last year. Going back to your point, we did not have the right personnel to run his defense correctly, right? Yeah. I mean, you saw what the Rams did with the proper defense and the proper personnel. We don't have it. So we need some nasties on the line is what I think. Maybe a lockdown corner if we can find someone like a Jalen Ramsey type. Or hell, maybe Asante Samuel steps up and is, it can stay healthy all year. You know, who knows, right? But um, I think those two will will complement each other, I guess, is what I'm getting at, right? I think Telesco will do a great job in the draft, and I think Staley will help with the agency yeah it's exciting we'll find out pretty quick um what's going down but um yeah so you know we'll get chat here on this like let's just kind of how can people find you where can you know people go check out the bolt pros yeah we're pretty much everywhere we're all over youtube uh we're on reels we're on pretty much any social media outlet you want tiktok all the above we can give you all the links but no again the whole reason why we started doing this is we wanted to engage with fans things like this is exactly why we did this because we you know we're so passionate we talk about the charters uh, guys, I'm not even joking. 24-7. We talk about yeah. it all the time. I got damn near 20 jerseys probably. Nice. And it just is what it is, right? And so, um, you know, we want to get out there. We want to engage with fans and have some fun with it, right? It's something we're passionate about. We want to share that passion with other people. So all the social media outlets will give you the links. We love it. We love that there's more podcasts and there's more like people that want to dedicate their time to like talking yep. about their love of the Chargers because we're building this new fan base and we need all the help we can get. So we're, uh, we're pumped. You guys are, you're, you're kicking off and you're, and you're doing your thing. Yep. I love it, man. Yeah, very all much. Right. Well, we appreciate you and uh, we will definitely talk to you soon. Hopefully a tailgates in our future. Um, we can throw some back and uh, make fun of our little brothers.
Absolutely. I love that idea. I'll give him a headlock. We'll put more of the headlock. Double older brother headlock. Let's roll. All right, man. Thank you. All right. That's awesome. Well, that's awesome, dude. Uh, So glad to have you on, Andrew. And thank you for for chatting with Kevin. Like Kevin said, it's great to have more podcasts. Like, yeah, everybody's going to have a different perspective. Everybody's going to have a different idea, different thought. And, and why not have more podcasts? Like, and, and I mean, come on, the Bolt Bros with, with Kyle, with Kyle. Makes sense. Any podcast with a Kyle on, it's going to be very successful. It's going to be very Wish. successful. <laughs> Financially <laughs> successful? Maybe not, but it's going to be fun. <laughs> but you're going to have Works a good time doing it. 100% of the time, 50% of the time. Every time. No, every time. 50% of the time, every time. Um, that, again, that that's awesome. Go check them out. Gang Bolt Bros. Bolt, Bolt Bros, Bros, right? Bolt, Bolt Bros. Bros. Go check them out. Uh, I'm sure on every uh, podcast that's out there, Spotify, iTunes, whatever you get your podcast, I'm sure you'll find the, the Bolt, Bolt Bros. Bros. Um, all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us for this episode of Charger Chat. Any final thoughts, gentlemen? Have a good weekend. <laughs> Yay, Combine. <laughs> Yay, Underwear Olympics. Yes, Go let's see who takes combine. home the gold in the Underwear Olympics this weekend, folks. Uh, let's see who the, the Raiders are going to draft. Who has the four, <laughs> fastest 40 time? And the tightest <laughs> pants. And the tightest <laughs> pants. Um, uh, uh, yeah, let uh, us know who you think, uh, who stood out to you at the Combine in the in the comments below. We'd love, yep. to get, we'd love to get some insight, again, from you guys. You guys uh, let us know who to take a look at. But that will do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up. Because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.